This, 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 this is mythical. Live Nation presents Concert Week. From now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists. Dude, I'm going to 21 Savage with my nephew, Keon, and we are so hyped to see him. You have no idea. Uh, while you're doing that, Nicole, I'm going to be storming through the party like my name is El Nino because I'm going to be seeing some 41. <laughs> skate Punk is back, and it's not Pop Punk. It is Skate Punk, but also they have so many more artists to choose from. You got Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Nicole, you're not ready for this one. <gasps> Who is it? The Kids Bob Kids, baby. No way. <laughs> Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long for just $25 each. That's right. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. That's LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. It's sweet, it's spicy, it's creamy, and most of it's made up of mayo. Whatever sauce suits your stomach, we're here to declare the definitive dunkable dressings for all our favorite foods. It's time to ask ourselves, what is the best dipping sauce? This is a hot dog as a sandwich. Ketchup is a smoothie. Yeah, I put ice in my cereal, so what? That makes no sense. A hot dog is a sandwich. A hot dog is a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> what? Welcome to our podcast, A Hot Dog is a Sandwich, the show where we break down the world's biggest food debates. I'm your host, Josh Ayer. And I'm your host, Nicole Hendizade. And today we're talking about the best dipping sauce. But Nicole, we got to set our parameters here. Because I love sauce. <laughs> I love sauce. Wait, that is the thing, though. I hate dry foods. I love wet foods. I like sauce. Yeah, yeah. Lots I've, of sauce. I've known some people that hate sauce. They've, like, outwardly said they hate sauce. Yeah. And it, honestly, I immediately take that as, like, I should not be friends with you. You are not a sauce boss. We can only connect on a certain shallow level because you don't appreciate sauce. And I mean that, like, deeply and philosophically. Yeah, I like sauce. It, it helps with everything. It just, it lubes the food it down your throat. It lubes the food, yeah. <laughs> it keeps it moving. Yeah, it's, it keeps it going through the digestive system, through peristalsis and all that good stuff. <laughs> We love bringing up peristalsis. Is this like the third time I brought up peristalsis? I'm sorry. It's this so interesting. This podcast brought to you by the natural <laughs> esophagus movement of food known as peristalsis. <laughs> Visit peristalsis.com slash hot dog for 10% off your body's natural movement. Uh, okay, so best dipping sauce. There's there's some natural questions that arise. Best dipping sauce for what? Because you dip a lot of foods into sauce. Mm -hmm, that's true. I'm talking about the ideal platonic universal dipping sauce experience. An all-accompanying sauce. Correct. So if you are stuck on a desert island, but miraculously have access to say like pizza, french fries, sushi, whatever, all that, what is the one sauce that you want for the rest of your life to dip food into? Easy. What, what's it? Spicy mayonnaise. Ooh. Spicy mayo for short. Okay. Okay. But yeah. that's, oh, that brings up a whole nother question though. What? What exactly do you mean by spicy mayonnaise? So my, my definition, well, it's a very loose definition. It's mayonnaise plus any sort of hot sauce slash condiment. So it could be anything from Franks and mayonnaise. It could be sambal, olek and mayonnaise. It could be sriracha and mayonnaise. It could be, I don't know. What's that thing? What's that thing that uh, David gave us one time that had lemongrass in it? Oh, that was a different kind of Indonesian sambal. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. That There's so many sambal? different, dude, once you dive into regional sambals yeah, across yeah, yeah. Indonesia, what a world. Yeah. Shrug. Shrug. Shrug and, shrug and mayonnaise. mayonnaise. Anything spicy plus mayonnaise is my definition of spicy mayo. I respect that. And spicy mayo to me is the greatest dipping it's sauce. I, I would agree, but oh. I don't think that satisfies our definition right here. I think I'm going to no. force you to choose one no. iteration of because oh, that's multiple different condiments. Because to me, like, say the difference between uh, sambal, olek, 
and mayonnaise and sriracha and mayonnaise is the same as like ranch versus blue cheese. Those are two distinctly no, different no, no, sauces no, 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 to me. No, 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 no. There sauces. is no, there is no upheaval about getting sambal, olek, and mayonnaise versus. Don't tell me there is. <laughs> Sorry, I just <laughs> raised my finger. I was like, no, what an aggressive move. No, 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 dude. Come on. There's literally like, have we debated this yet? Blue cheese versus ranch? I don't no, think so. No, we're gonna so. do that one. We're day, going though. to one day, but I don't see the huge like upheaval about like oh sriracha and sambal the way that there is. Ranch and blue cheese. But I'd say there is a silent war raging between sriracha aioli. I mean, we discussed Uh this before. Mayonnaise plus something equals aioli for all intents and purposes. There is a silent upheaval with sriracha aioli versus chipotle aioli. Because Mm. spicy mayonnaise is, uh, my answer for the record is ranch. P- you know, oh, yeah. Josh's answer is ranch. Of course my answer is ranch. Yeah, yes. yeah. No, I, I could drink Hidden Valley straight from the bottle. I have drink Hidden Valley straight from the bottle. I mean, I, I don't like pour it on a glass of ice and enjoy it as a nice evening treat. Uh, but to me, Hidden Valley Ranch, I mean, homemade ranch, I think you can make a better version. But Hidden Valley is like the gold standard. It's just, really good. It's just like shelf-stable mayonnaise, buttermilk, MSG, just enough herbs to kind of keep your yeah. lips smacking. Uh, and so I think ranch is absolutely perfect. But... Honestly, most of the time when I'm eating ranch, I am adding a dash of hot sauce to it, which kind of just makes it a spicy mayonnaise in and of itself. I guess. Ranch is predominantly mayo. But but let's talk about the universal aspect of spicy mayo. Yes, yes, yes. Can you dip sushi in ranch? Uh, That is something that I was deeply considering. I actually, this is completely coincidental, came up on my Twitter timeline. (laughs) Oh, no way. Of a picture of someone eating at the workplace. They had a little thing of whole food sushi and next to it, a cup of ranch. Yeah, dude. And it just said, my coworker is dipping their sushi into ranch. May I call the police? <laughs> uh, and like, one, don't call the cops. Cop. Don't be a narc. Yeah, yeah. Don't be a narc about something like that. But I don't know why it wouldn't work. And that sounds really gross to a lot of people. And, I, and, I, and I'm fully sympathetic. Like, to I would never, like, take a beautiful piece of sashimi and, like, dunk it in Hidden Valley. Okay, okay, okay. But, but I would dip it in spicy mayo. But why? What's, what's the big difference in flavor profile? Uh, it's spicy, creamy. Okay, that's spicy, creamy. But if you think about, like, Creamy herby. Okay, Mm-mm, what? No. Dill is one of the more prominent flavors in ranch. Sure. You don't have to make ranch with dill. I do associate dill do. with ranch. Yeah, it's great. It's got that tanginess, and like dill goes beautifully with fish. I know it doesn't necessarily go with Japanese fish. I know exactly what you're trying to do right now. <laughs> you're trying to say, have you ever had a fillet of salmon, you know, baked in the oven, perfectly medium rare in the center, and then you just squirt some ranch on it? I know exactly what you're going to say. And yeah, that's acceptable. It's basically okay, tartar sauce. Let's think about some other things. Like, like I prefer my French fries dipped in spicy mayo versus ranch. See... There's, this is... Aioli, sorry. We like to get political often on this uh, podcast. No, we don't. Oh, sure you we do. do. Uh, yeah, yeah. You talk about well, like leftist, what was that thing you said? Leftist Pop-Tart? Uh, oh, no, yeah. What was I talking about? Oh, my God. Oh, lasagna. Lasagna. Part leftist of the, lasagna the deep movement. state anti-leftist yeah, yeah, yeah. lasagna yeah, movement. Yeah, that's you. Um, uh, radical lasagna inclusionism. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what it was called. Um, this is a good case for ranked choice voting. And what why is it's that? So, like, the idea that when you elect an official, you don't just vote for the person you want, but you also vote a second place, third place, and fourth place, because you understand that life is a lot about concessions, and that when you are voting for someone to represent you in the government, that you are not just, you know, if you sacrifice your vote, if that candidate loses, then the opposite of that candidate springs up, in essence. So you can still say, vote your conscience, uh, say, you know... Bernie and Hillary was a big one. People really wanted Bernie in there. A lot of fervent supporters. Uh, You know, you could rank Bernie first, Hillary second, and then those votes still go to Hillary. It's, I believe, the same way the Heisman Trophy is voted on. What I'm saying, how this relates to dipping sauces, (laughs) is that ranch is not my favorite sauce for everything, right? Okay. Ketchup is my preferred sauce for fries. 
Sure. I think the sweetness, I think the tanginess, I think that counters the fat and the starch of a potato perfectly. And I absolutely love it. I also, ranch on burgers is fine. I would rather have, you know, ketchup on that. But I also do enjoy ranch and french fries, but it's probably my third. It's probably even behind spicy mayonnaise. But Mm -hmm. I'm thinking of things like, you know, I mean, I'm a pizza dipper. I dip my pizza too. You know, I'm I dip like, it in ranch. But you, I'm like you. You would sacrifice that. You have to like figure out what foods are most important to okay. you to dip. Somehow, sushi no, is very important to me. Yeah, French fries are important to me. Onion rings are important to me. Pizza is important to me. Uh, what are some other things that you dip? Mm. Wings. Wings. Wings, Wings are be- a big one. Any amount of fried chicken is very important fried to dip. Fried chicken and spicy any fried fish, here. any sort of fried food. Yeah. What do, I mean? Where do, do we do we factor in crudite? Oh, chips? Co- oh my god. Cr- oh my god, of course we do. Crudite? Yeah. I love crudite. Do you love cr- crudite? Is f- oh a fancy word god. for like raw vegetables you dip into stuff. <laughs> One time I got a plate of crudite <laughs> for maybe $25 and it was like three radishes and a celery. <laughs> <laughs> not kidding. That is one of the most fun things about being an adult with your own money where you're like, I'm not going to blow it on stupid extravagant things that are like big, you know, like yeah, a large TV like or a, a truck. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I'm going to like spend $28 to see what this like fermented nectarine crudite plate is and then it's just like oh yeah that's some sliced up fruit in a box yeah 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 exactly yeah but you got to do that with your own money yeah and that's fun yeah adulthood yeah i'm all about it but no i think yeah crudite for sure a spicy mayonnaise situation for sure amazing uh chips what kind of chips I mean, all of them. Tor- tortilla? I mean, I mean because t- tortilla, <laughs> tor- tortilla chips. I would dip my tortilla chip in a spicy mayonnaise, chipotle <sighs> mayonnaise, probably. Oh, God, I would too. I, okay, I'm trying to think of other dippable items. Yeah. Uh, what are some dippable items? Corn dogs. Corn, so, dude, spicy mayo in a corn yeah, dog? Yeah, wait, that's true. I despise. I literally, I literally, like, made that on the show once. We did that crab cake, hot puppy corn dog. Josh, you literally mm. are the are the mm-hmm. czar of pink dipping sauces, which is literally <sighs> spicy mayo. Your whole entire aesthetic is spicy mayonnaise. It is also ranch. It is also but ranch. It is, but, but for the general public. And the two are, are intertwixtable. That's what I'm saying, in a way. You're talking about Twix? You love Twix? They're intertwinable. Like, ranch is very adjacent to mayonnaise, is very adjacent to spicy mayonnaise. Yeah. But I want to press you on one recipe for spicy mayonnaise that you would like to go with all this. Because you're throwing out chipotle, you're throwing out sambal, you're throwing out sriracha. And like this You're is talking big... about homemade ranch, buttermilk ranch, okay. Valley no, no, ranch. No, 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 no. I'm saying, I'm saying, if I'm on this desert island, <laughs> I'm taking about 60, 65 bottles of Hidden Valley Ranch. I'm going to use them. If I find a native population, I'm going to use them to trade. Why do you have to like, choose one, though? Why can't it just be an overarching umbrella? I don't think so, because I think then we get into really murky terms of what it means to be. Like, say you said aioli. It's like, well, are you talking about, you know, all flavored mayonnaises at that why point? Why can't it just be like, I don't care. Like, why can't I just tell the tell the mayo gods, like, I'm just going to close my eyes and I'm on a desert island and I'm by myself and oh, it's coconuts, but like I don't want to eat the coconuts by itself. So so, <laughs> Give me some- so, the island, so the spicy mayo gods like bestow upon me, I don't know, uh, spicy, like spicy mayo from like crazy fish. Dear Lord in heaven, do not let me eat these coconuts unadorned. Yeah, oh, man. rain your blessings upon me. Exactly. Spicy mayo of whatever provenance you see Pretty, fit. Yeah, like I don't care what kind of spicy mayo is because think about it this way. Thinking about Japanese style spicy mayo that I get from like the... the mm-hmm. <laughs> Studio City sushi bars that I go to, I would dip a French fry in that, no problem. Yeah, I do. I literally did that the other day. Yeah. We have, I think it's Lee Kum Ki brand, which I believe is Korean. Yeah, yeah. But we got that in the fridge right now. And yeah, the other day, I was dipping like 
<laughs> like a breakfast casserole into it. Ex- oh, your breakfast casserole? Your oh, energy that's bars? interesting. Your energy bars? Yeah, yeah. So to Tell explain why Nicole's uh, talking about energy bars, I started not really strictly <laughs> doing the whole macro counting thing. I've heard gym bros talk about macro counting forever. I'd never actually done it. Uh, and so I decided to start measuring everything out, but I've started doing it in a very lazy way. So one breakfast, I, I mashed up a whole loaf of bread with about 12 eggs, a couple cups of cheese and some turkey sausage and vegetables. And then I baked it into a loaf cut it into very large bars uh, of, again, just mashed up bread, egg, and cheese and meats, uh, and then would microwave them at the office, much to the disgust of Nicole and Trevor. But then when, uh, they got real gross by the fifth day when the eggs got old. Yeah. And then the microwave was smelling up the kitchen. So that's my bad. I owe you an apology for that. It's okay. Thank you for doing it on a public forum, <laughs> such as the podcast <laughs> I was, we co-host. I was waiting yeah, for Yeah, I'm this. sure you were. I'm sure you were. But that said, when I went for a dipping sauce, because of course I need to dip that in the sauce. Sure. I didn't grab ranch. I grabbed spicy mayonnaise. You sure did. I wonder, I would love to see a crystal ball that has shown me my choices <laughs> on dipping sauces for most things. Because now that I'm really thinking about it, I don't know if ranch would actually take that over spicy mayonnaise for me. I think you like to think that ranch is your favorite. But in reality and in practice, it's spicy mayo. That's interesting. We're so excited to introduce you to Great Jones. Great Jones makes high-quality, thoughtfully designed cookware that's so stunning, you won't want to put it away. From Dutch ovens to ceramic dishes to non-stick sheet pans, they've got you covered. Heck yeah, they do. Their products come in a variety of amazing colors, from classic black and white to pinks, greens, yellows, and blues, and the best part, Nicole... Everything's non-toxic. Josh, I've been in the market for a kettle for months. Yeah, I've I've, heard you talk about it a weird amount. Yeah, I've bought like a bunch, (laughs) returned a bunch, but I just got my hands on the Great Jones Fellow Kettle collab, and I got it in the color broccoli, and I'm so excited to make artisanal teas and coffees. I'm trying to get on my coffee game right now, and I'm Mm. so excited to use a gooseneck kettle. We have no idea. I'm excited to use their yellow hot dish, a.k.a. casserole dish. Shout out to Minnesota and Fargo, North Dakota. Uh, But I'm, I'm at that point in my life where I'm like, I'm an adult. I should have nice vessels to serve food out of instead of just serving it on like stainless steel restaurant style things. And I like it. It's cute. It's got a good design. Bakes really well. Holds heat. I'm in, baby. And once you try Great Jones, you'll want to share it with friends. They make stunning gifts that are actually useful. Weddings, housewarming parties, birthdays. It's the perfect gift for the foodie in your life. So upgrade your kitchen and replace those old rusted hand-me-downs with bold, beautiful, long-lasting pieces from Great Jones. Get started today at greatjones.com and get an extra 15% off your first order with promo code SANDWICH. That's greatjones.com, promo code SANDWICH. How do you feel about, like, dipping things in barbecue sauce? I hate that. Really? I hate – the only thing I like to dip in barbecue sauce is chicken nuggets. I have a weird soft spot for onion rings and barbecue sauce, and I don't quite know why. Johnny Rockets. Johnny Rockets. It's Johnny Rockets. Because your brother used to work at Johnny Rockets. Yeah, 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 yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, they got the big old hunk and crusty onion rings and like the warm barbecue sauce where you breathe in, the vinegar kind of chokes you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, big fan of that. Uh, Mindy, actually, who helps us uh, write our prompts, I guess you could say. Mindy does our research packets, which we we should use more. Mindy, you are an invaluable asset to this company, and your research packets are great. Mindy. And me and Nicole are too stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Mindy actually wrote about how much she loves to dip her fried chicken from Jollibee in the gravy. Yeah. Now, I would never consider gravy a dipping sauce, but she's like, this is like the most amazing thing in the world. And I'm like, you know what? Gravy is indeed a dipping sauce. But like, I'm not actively dipping like crudite in gravy. I'm trying to think. Yeah, as, as far <laughs> as universal dipping sauce goes, 
I don't think gravy could compete. However, she was so passionate on a specific about basis. It. Mindy wrote an entire paragraph <laughs> on Jollibee gravy. One Jollibee. More need to open up in the states. There's one in LA. I it love is absolutely Jollibee. fantastic. It is the largest Filipino uh, fast food restaurant chain, home of the Chicken Joy. Yes, uh, and they got pancit. They got my favorite are the mm. one dollar corned beef pandasol sliders. Oh my gosh! Do yes. you know? One time, I, I think I got the corned beef, the spam, and one other kind, and I went to town on those little puppies. <laughs> <laughs> I love, and I also love the spaghetti too. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Except I say no hot dogs because I don't like. You don't get dogs. the hot dogs, dude. You gotta no. have the hot dogs. No, I've had it before, but I like it without the hot dogs. I think it's because their hot dogs are like mushy, mm-hmm. and I if yeah, I it's almost to, like Vienna sausage. Yeah, if I were to do it, I would like it seared a little bit. Yeah, 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 but that's just that. me. <laughs> I feel that. Well, speaking of fast food sauces, what what do you think the best like pre made fast food sauce is out oh, there? It's in between two. Can I have two? Oh, of course you can. Okay, have two. this is this is for aside sure. from the desert. Okay, island. for sure, buffalo sauce. I love from where. Uh, I, all of them. <laughs> I like all buffalo I, sauces. I, I actually, I really do love like the very chemically prepackaged buffalo sauces. I love that like, stuff. Like we just got the buffalo sauce from Popeyes. Oh yeah, that, that's that's all right. There's just, like some artificial butter in there for sure. Yeah, I love that though. That like hydrogenated <laughs> oil that gives it this creamy sort of consistency. I don't know. I mean, I like McDonald's. Yeah. I guess McDonald. I just like associate sauces with McDonald's. Like I also I love. Too. I love buffalo sauce and I love honey mussy. Honey Mussy, we, we are both very big Honey Mussy fans. Uh, uh, Ken's, you'll never sponsor this podcast. Ken, Ken's Steakhouse Dressings. I love Your Ken. Honey Mustard sucks. That's the only Honey Mustard we currently have in the fridge. Ken's. And I'm mad about it. But I love Honey Mustard. And I think the, the preeminent Honey Mustard in the game is McDonald's. I think they, God, they used to call it Spicy Mustard. It's this like deep kind of brown. I think they still have it, actually. Yeah. It's like, yeah. it's this deep brown kind of stone ground look. Like it looks way too artisanal it's or something that McDonald's would yeah, have. Yeah. You know, as opposed to like their sweet and sour, which is just like a sludge of corn syrup and like maybe some soy. Maybe. Uh, and citric acid. Uh, but no, Honey Mustard for me, it's a bit too specialist. Like I, Honey chicken, Mustard is specialist? I think so. I mean, I couldn't huh. imagine... Dipping like pizza or anything outside of like really? chicken, chicken nuggets and honey mustard, especially well, yeah, McDonald's. Chicken, chicken and honey mustard is like really good together. Yeah, but outside of you know anything in that realm, I'm thinking about taking a a piece of beef, like a medium rare piece of of um, beef. <laughs> My mouth is watering, and dipping it in like a Bernays sauce right now, so bad. Like a beautiful like tarragon scented yeah. Bernays. Oh. Uh, you know <laughs> what doubles as a great substitute for Bernays and steak. Is ranch dressing. I'm gonna, hold on, hold on, hold on. No I want to make the case for ranch dressing and steak. <laughs> because, uh, so, in in basketball, yeah, a little humble brag. I was on the JV basketball team in high school. Before our games, we would go to dinner at Outback. Sure. We had, like, a special deal with them where there was a special preset meal that all these teens could enjoy on the cheap. And uh, we would get, like, the crappiest thin-cut, pounded, like, New York strip steak mm-hmm. and fries and salad. And, uh, you know, Outback got some of the best ranch in the game. I think it all probably comes. It is really good. Cisco. It's, it's Cisco, right? But what's. Cisco ranch is so white that if you take a picture of it, it glows. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Yeah, that's another fascinating piece in this whole thing yeah. is that there are all these brands that exclusively supply to restaurants. Cisco ranch is good. Yeah. And so, like, all, you know, Outback, Applebee's, Chili's, all these places are using the same ranch, the same barbecue sauce typically. The barbecue is called, like, Cattleman something. But anyways, cattle, cattlemen's, cattlemen's? Okay. I think so. Good to know. Um, but anyways, and they're all pretty damn delicious. Uh, and so Outback Ranch, whatever the Cisco big industrial ranch is, I think it's probably better than Hidden Valley. It is. Yeah, and I am a huge, huge fan. Because um, it's like, even if you like, it's like this weird coldness yeah. that like you can't duplicate. Yeah, because they like put this, it in the cups and they take it straight out the fridge. It's like this weird, it's like the chemical composition of Cisco Ranch is like, 
almost frozen taste. You know what I mean? It's so cold that you're like, how can this be like, how is this not a solid? Yeah. It's so good. It's like, so. uh, it's like, how is Coors Light the coldest light beer? Yeah. You can't explain it. All, all light beers are kept in the same fridges, but Coors Light claims to be the coldest. That's... It's some weird chemical composition, man. <laughs> Cisco, Cisco's got it down. It's like an anti-freeze agent. In I'm it. not kidding, yeah. But anyways, we used to get these very thin-pounded out steaks yeah. that were like pretty crappy. I have nothing but love for Outback. I am wearing an Outback you Steakhouse are indeed. hat right now. Um, but that was when I first discovered the joy that is steak dipped in ranch dressing, mm. and I will not apologize for it. I'd rather dip my steak in some spicy mayonnaise. Would you actually? Of course. Go steak to mayonnaise. I think you need, to me, yes. the, the benefits of ranch dressing over spicy mayonnaise are you get that little bit of herbaceousness coming back to you. And there's the same amount of acid, I think, in a ranch dressing, especially when you you know, put buttermilk and stuff like that mm-hmm. in it. Because like that's you know one of the be- beautiful things about spicy mayonnaise. To me, it's just like creaminess, acid, spice, that all cuts, right? That all jibes with each other. The thing is, you think the herbiness helps. I think the herbiness actually hurts mm. because imagine I'm, if I'm eating something and it totally clashes with like the parsley, the dill, the, I don't know, what do you mm. put in there? I don't know. Yeah, a little, little black pepper. Yeah, like all of those flavors can be really combative with other flavors and like it won't match up. Like spicy mayo simple. It's just spicy mayo. You know, <laughs> that's all it is. But you're, you're talking about all these mixing hot sauces with mayonnaise that are like very complex recipes in and of themselves. I'm like not complex. Sriracha, like sriracha is like a very complex sauce. It's like fermented chili peppers. It's garlic. It's sugar. I guess that's Fuck. it. So it's not that complicated. But those yeah. are like big, strong flavors. Yeah. Yes. But the heat is the first thing you notice. Yeah. But with ranch, it's it's herby. It's true. It's herby, herby, herby. And there aren't a lot of foods that I don't want spicy. Ex- exactly. You know what I, I mean? love spicy food so much that my tummy starts to hurt when I eat it. <laughs> I think I need to go to the doctor. <laughs> Shout out to Helen Rays who delivered us a bunch of... <laughs> you killed us. <laughs> the hottest food I have ever tried. Um, just, I mean, life. like Carolina Reaper, Ghost Chili, Habanero, even Sichuan Peppercorn. Is there a thing called Pepper sandwiches. X yet? Yeah, Pepper X is also known as Dragon's Breath. I feel like they put Pepper X in there. I think they may have, dude. Yeah. I don't know. But Nicole uh, literally took one bite and then just started screaming, water, water. <laughs> I so, was yeah. running around the kitchen <laughs> like I've never ran because Josh knows I don't run. So he's like, whoa, this is cool. Nicole can move at that pace. <laughs> Look at her go. Give <laughs> this girl go. an NFL contract. <laughs> she started truck sticking defenders <laughs> in the kitchen trying to get to water, screaming, this is not safe for human consumption. <laughs> so yeah, you love spicy food, but you cannot hang. No, not like that. I can hang. Like, I can go to Jitlada and get some spicy stuff and yeah. have my nose run at the table and then clean it up. But, like, Pepper X and Carolina Reaper. Dude, you were literally, you put your head down uh-huh. and oh, saliva yeah, yeah, yeah. was dripping out of your mouth onto the floor of uh-huh. our kitchen. No, I'm not proud of that moment, <laughs> looking back. crying. Uh-huh. he started farting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, here's the thing. Um, you know, uh, <laughs> gastrointestinal distress is not a joke. And it's not like this was just, you know, any ordinary food that caused this reaction. I mean, this is like literally some of the hottest peppers in the world. It was really hot. And we ate a lot of it. Uh, I think I was doing Chef Johnny and Helen Ray's a favor by taste testing some stuff. And, you know, I took my job very seriously. I consumed a little bit too much. Yeah, they started <laughs> drooling and farting at my job, of course. <laughs> he was just going, uh. No, 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 you're doing it wrong. And then, uh, and that's then, the noise. And then you're a little. <laughs> I, was, I was like, you need to go home. I was like, you what need to rough. go home. The amount of gastrointestinal distress that I have faced because of this job. Me too. 
Are you kidding me? I, me too. I have extreme GI issues because of this job, but I wouldn't trade it for the world. <laughs> well, there are multiple times when I've had to just like physically go home to to, to poo. Uh, shout out to Tushy Bidet. Uh, they are a, a sponsor of the podcast. Occasionally, I do oh love their product. God. It has really helped. But no, when I like broke the baby food world record, I remember. Actually, this is back when I was single, and I I, I had a date that night, and I just had to like cancel because oh I was like, gosh. I'm sorry, uh, I can't go out tonight on account of I ate four pounds of baby food, <laughs> and now I'm about to go spray fart all over my bathroom walls. <laughs> um, and yeah, they they didn't take that, which to me just says that we weren't meant to be. <laughs> if you can't handle that, I can't go to this nice cocktail bar. Because I'm spray farting <laughs> for hours on end and just doubled over in pain in my bed, screaming for mercy. Were you really screaming? No, I mean, no, no, no. Okay. It was, it, I'm a very silent reserve. Remember person. when you had a bunch of oranges and then you had so much calcium mm-hmm. that you just had liquid lava coming out of your butt? Yeah, yeah, I think I, because I ate nine oranges and I, I think I may have overdosed on vitamin C. <laughs> um, vitamin C, not yeah, calcium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, not calcium. Yeah, yeah. So back when to I really ranch. think about it. <laughs> back to ranch dressing. Yeah, yeah. Who who brought up spray farting? That's inappropriate. <laughs> um, <laughs> back to ranch dressing. What 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 I'm thinking about now? Again, I'm trying to bring this back to like the practical reality. Uh-huh. You seem fully resolute. I've not convinced you on anything right you now. It seems like to. I'm I'm halfway to converting come, to the spicy come, mayonnaise come. clan. Come over because I'm trying to think of times in which I have had pizza. But I have not had ranch dressing. And some people may not understand this, but growing up in California, the pizza was not good enough to not have ranch dressing to dip For it sure, in. for sure. You go to Costco, you get this big slab of just doughy, bready, cheesy pizza. There's no like craft or care that goes into it. It's delicious, and I love Costco yeah. pizza, but you needed you need ranch. Yeah. Uh, and so you get, you know, a side of ranch dressing from the Costco food court and you dip it in. So now I will very rarely eat pizza without ranch dressing. It's just something I need for it. And I won't apologize for that. But there have been times when I've ordered pizza to my home, asked for ranch on the side, they didn't give it to me, and then I had to jerry-rig my own ranch. Mm -hmm. But I, like, often kind of don't have ranch in my house for whatever reason. That's weird. I feel like you would have, like, a back supply, like, some sort of, like, doomsday prepper. You'd think I would, but (laughs) but I think it's because I can, like, generally jerry-rig my own ranch. Um, But sometimes I don't have, you know, uh, sour cream or or buttermilk or whatever. And so I kind of just end up taking uh, mayonnaise, water, hot sauce, and spices. And mixing that into... So you make spicy mayo. I make spicy mayo, but I, I thin it out a little bit to give it the consistency of ranch because I don't just want gobby mayo. But that is still spicy mayo. Yeah. it's That's just not ranch. Is, no, it's not. You call it ranch because you've grown up thinking ranch is the end-all, be-all condiment and dipping sauce. When in reality, it's just spicy mayo, baby. It was spicy mayo the whole time. It was spicy mayo the, the whole, whole time. time. It was her. The whole time. If you got on that plan, you might not... I don't I don't know. The Casablanca? I don't really know. Casablanca? <laughs> Now I'm thinking of other dipping sauces. We got like Popeye's Black and Ranch. Casablanca. Casablanca. Casablanca is what I was thinking Queso of. Casablanca is the best what? dipping sauce. What? Now I'm thinking. Okay, think. On this desert island scenario. Okay. You got your spicy mayo. Okay. You're happy. Mm-hmm. You got your ranch. You, you're happy. <laughs> I'm now on spicy mayo island. I have oh, swum on, over. I thought. I have organized a team of large sea turtles uh-huh. to Tow me to your island where you have spicy mayonnaise. Oh, really? I thought we were on the same island and you were on the one half that was inhabitable. I'm on the other half that's inhabitable. And now we're like, we like bump into each other. (laughs) Oh. You got spicy mayo in my ranch. You got ranch in my spicy mayo. And then we all go to Popeye's (laughs) anymore. die of dysentery on the island. (laughs) Speaking of spray farting, back to dysentery. Uh, I'm thinking about the possibility of like just missing out on plain hot sauce. 
You know, what? because that's something I would want. Like not every I we, we both agree that we love spice. We cannot Super. imagine our lives without the addition of hot sauce to it. But if you choose spicy mayonnaise and you can never have hot sauce outside the condiment of that creamy fattiness, is that going to be something that you miss? Sorry, I just got a little bit distracted. I think uh, Rhett and Link are recording. Yeah, Rhett and Link are doing something yeah. in the next door. You may hear them. We may shout through the walls at them. <laughs> Rhett! What's your favorite sauce? Oh, I hope they don't actually hear me. Oh, crap. Do we just disrupt their shoot? What were you saying? <laughs> I want to introduce the possibility of straight up hot sauce, especially Louisiana hot sauce, as Fake. a potential answer. Because I know it's not necessarily a dipping sauce. Like, I've dipped fries in straight hot sauce. I really enjoy sure, it. Sure, yeah. And just having that, like, vinegary, peppery punch, you know, to it's really... It's really special. Yeah. But I need that creaminess to help with my dip ability. <sighs> I feel that. And I guess, I mean, if we're talking like hot sauce on fried chicken, to me, is the perfect combo. It really right? is. And I, I love dipping tendies into, you know, a creamy, spicy mayonnaise. But talking just, you know, one for one, I want straight Louisiana hot sauce on okay. that fried chicken. And I want Louisiana hot sauce with a fistful of mayonnaise. Yeah. I uh, God, I think I might agree with that. That's I don't know okay. if there is any answer. Because ketchup, to me, like, is one of the most beautiful sauces in the world. It, it has is. a fascinating history Truly behind it, it right? Thousands of years old, all that stuff. Uh, but it's just not universal enough. It's not. But spicy mayo, very universal. And I'm a universal kind of girl, you I know? I who invented spicy. Like, who was the first person? I'm telling you, they were on a desert island. <laughs> and it just so happens that the mayonnaise and the and the hot sauce, they, they mixed. And then they made the beautiful baby that is spicy mayo. What about Thousand Island? Does Thousand Island deserve a place in this conversation? No! Because it's not the best. It's good. It's palpable. I've did pizza on Thousand Island, and I do enjoy it. Mm-mm. But the I pickles. think the sweet, yeah, the sweet and the pickles... Necessarily. Makes but that's like not right now what we consider Thousand Island is just mayonnaise, pickles, and relish, right? Sorry, mayonnaise, pickles, and ketchup. Yes. Typically. But the original recipe for Thousand Island was like raisins and nuts and what? mayonnaise and a bunch of stuff. Yeah. And it was actually like created, of like course, a Waldorf all this weird... salad? I think so, yeah. Gross. And it was the same story as every food origin myth where it's like, this person was hosting a dinner party and didn't have anything around. So they looked in their pantry and they said, oh, I have raisins and nuts. And then blah, and then now In-N-Out gives you free packets of spread. It's just mayonnaise, ketchup, and pickles. But yeah, I think the pickles and the ketchup, just, it doesn't work with every food. Josh, you know it's spicy mayo. Just say it. Yeah, I... Just say I still, it! I still say it! That's a reference to Bloodsport with Jacques-Claude Van Damme. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, seen, that. seen that. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to reason this out. I still think we need to settle on one recipe for spicy mayonnaise. Okay, fine. That would be the best. To you, is it sriracha? Is it chipotle? Okay. Just is because, it harissa? Just because I love sriracha and it works well with multiple cuisines, mm. including Italian, including uh, – it works good on like tacos and stuff. <laughs> I put I put sriracha in, in muschetti sauce sometimes. Yeah, it's good. yeah. It's like good. I put it on pizza. I put it on tacos. I put it on soups. I put it – David, my boyfriend, eats it with his kebab and his rice. Really? He squirts sriracha <laughs> straight on his kubida. And I'm just like – and sometimes I just look at him like, what are you doing? But like it's good. Like it makes sense. Yeah. So the spicy mayo that I'm going with forever and always on my desert island is mayonnaise and sriracha. I think I, think I would go red rooster and mayonnaise. I, I go back and forth about what my favorite Louisiana-style hot sauces are. I've talked about Crystal. I really love Crystal. I love Crystal, too. But in this sense, sriracha and mayo is the way to go. I think I think Red Rooster. I think of sriracha. I think you miss that little bit of acid. I know there's that like little acidic punch in mayonnaise. But to me, I, I want it a little bit thinner because I think that works better for pizza and various other foods. And so I'm going I'm going three parts mayonnaise to one part red rooster. I think that's 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 the universal dipping sauce. Welcome to the desert island of mayonnaise, Josh. I love this here. It's Sophia Franklin, and if you don't already know, listen, listen up. up. 
My mini series is live now each and every Monday and the only person missing is you. We're dating, we're dumping, we're learning, and we're tapping into all the feels that originally brought us together. Listen and follow Sophia with an F on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Nicole, you've heard what you and I have to say, and now it is time to find out what other wacky ideas are rattling out there in the Twitterverse. It's time for a segment we call Opinions Are Like Casseroles. whispering shh who decided that we should whisper i did i didn't sign off on this i know you didn't i don't like asmr videos they creep me out i love asmr videos no 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 it's it's it's, it's my favorite it's, it's like the mukbang videos freak me out mukbangs are what i aspired to do one day on the internet i would like to do that yeah if, I feel like if I'd be all my career plans fail i'm going straight to OnlyFans and doing exclusively shirtless mukbangs yeah 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 i've, I've talked to my girlfriend about this plan that's that just seems to be the right route for me <laughs> You know, I think I gotta get a little fitter first, you know, work on that for a month and Take then Take it away, to, Josh. Straight to eating lasagna shirtless. Um for the fans. Okay, 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 okay. What do we got? We got at Dorky Crouton forty four. My friend, okay, Dorky Crouton, we know it was you, <laughs> once wrapped a granola bar in ham lunch meat and spread barbecue sauce on it. He said it's good. This hypothetical friend is entitled you. to their own opinion. It was you. It depends what kind of granola bar. Yeah, I agree. That's what I was going to say. If yeah. it's like a maple, mm-hmm. uh, if it's like a, you know, what a maple pecan, no thanks. But if it's a Hidden Valley, for sure. <laughs> uh, what's nature's va- Nature Valley. What did I say? You said Hidden Valley. You got ranch on I the brain. I got ranch on the brain. I got, br- I got uh, my brain is like brining and ranch dressing. <laughs> constantly I could see once chocolate chip once chocolate chips get involved in there mm-hmm. I don't think you're okay yeah. I think if you're doing like a chewy granola bar it's weird but yeah I think you know just adding like so many breads Dave's Killer Bread comes to mind is a very sweet type of OT honey like bread yes. I think a lot of granola bars share similarities to that it's mm-hmm. almost like a one of those like keto natural breads that's just like a bunch of nuts stuck together and yeah, you're yeah, like yeah. what the hell did you Ezekiel. do Ezekiel Ezekiel bread yeah, I don't, I don't have any problem with this. I, I think your friend is fine. I think barbecue sauce ties in nicely, adds some spice to that ham, get the sweetness from the granola bar. I'm into it. Sam.Kube says, beets are the most underrated vegetable. Roasted beets with goat cheese is a 10 out of 10. I love Snaps. beets. I have beets in my morning juices sometimes. And also I put beets in my salad. And also sometimes I pickle beets. And then sometimes <laughs> <laughs> sometimes you can take beetroot powder and mix it up with uh, beeswax and a little bit of coconut oil and make yourself a tinted lip balm. Oh, mm, <laughs> yum. Oh, uh, I can't speak to the lip balm portion of this. Uh, but Sam, you, you did come to the right place if you're looking for be- I beet love simps. beets. I simp for beets. I simp for beets. I want to drink gamer beet bath water. Uh, too far? <laughs> too far? <laughs> no, I love beets. Uh, roasted beets with goat cheese, absolutely delicious. I hate this trend of roasted beets with burrata. Yeah, and peaches. Yeah, it used to be Whack. roasted beets and goat cheese, which is a great combo. Sweet beets, kind of earthy, tangy goat cheese. But burrata, it's just sweet on sweet. Barada is very in vogue right now. You gotta let it the wave. I know. Yeah. I, I'm just gonna let it pass till there's like a new fancy, like um, Serbian donkey cheese. No, you know what's gonna be the next cheese? You hear it here and now. You know that really caramelized Nordic cheese? Um, Brunost or Yetost? Yes. That's think, the next yeah. hot cheese. You heard it here first. That is a really weird. It's like somewhere between caramel fudge and American cheese. Yeah. My brother like sent me a picture of it like two weeks ago, and I'm like, yeah, I've heard of this before. Have you had it? Yes, it's amazing. I, I love it. Yeah, it's going to be the next hot cheese. I'm telling you now. I almost tastes like cash. 
similar. Yeah, kind of. Whoa. But it's more caramel. It's like uh, that caramel. Sweeter milk. and more yeah, processed. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Uh, yeah, beet juice also my favorite juice in the world. Ugh, I so love good. Beet juice. beet juice with apple and ginger and a little bit of lemon. At Amanavid. That's how it's spelled out. I love that. In grade four, I took five plastic utensils and sewed them into a glove to invent the dinner glove. <laughs> the idea was that you would only use one hand to cut, scoop, and eat. This is like the Thanos ring. Big brain. I, this is big brain stuff. This is big brain uh, stuff. You have too much power as a single individual with five plastic utensils <laughs> on the same hand. I don't think the world is ready for it. I love the innovation, especially as a nine-year-old, to have the thought to do that. This is amazing. This yeah. is the kind of thinking that I want my child to have. Me too. That, in, in grade four. They're going to be a, a billionaire. but They're going to invent Amazon too. Electric boogaloo. Electric boogaloo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Crouch underscore bin underscore set says croutons are best spongy and soaked in dressing. I shouldn't chip teeth eating Caesar salad. <laughs> Josh, stop writing burner accounts. You're such a dork. You can just talk about it on the podcast. This is, <laughs> this is it's not a crouton if it's wet and spongy, right? Uh, I definitely love a good soaked crouton. You know, because my mom used to put me salads for lunch sometimes, and uh, silly Shala, she would like put the dressing on the salad, and by the time I would pop it open, it was like a wet mess. Yeah, like a wet, gross, like sweaty, like salad mess. But the croutons were the best part. I, no, I guess, I guess I'm on the same page. I, yeah. And I know what they mean about like a crouton feeling it's going to break your teeth, especially as a soft-toothed individual. I feel that. Like a lot of places they're using bread that's too rustic to make their croutons. And then they're croutons. just they're croutons. Uh, and then it's hard. But like I think like croutons literally means like crust in French, right? Makes sense. Yeah. And so like I pate think they're... Pâté en croute. Yeah. It's pâté en a crust. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Uh, but anyway, I think there does need to be... When you said best spongy and soaked in dressing, I was picturing just like untoasted bread... Like oh. soaked in like a friend, like a, a. Josh, you said this so many times. You love food that is fried then soaked. That is true. That is true. So yeah, croutons roasted in oil, basically fried, soaked in dressing. Yeah, that's a treat for me. I'd eat a bowl of that like cereal. <laughs> All right, at Phil Ray, tongue and cabeza are so underrated and need to be used more. I absolutely agree. I love tongue. So cabeza is just meat all around the head and of face. a cow and is it face. Head and face? Mm-hmm. I think a lot of it. I know. Um, Cacheta. Cacheta is like mm-hmm. cheek specifically. But I've talked to a lot of taqueros and like when they say cabeza, they're using mostly cheek meat. Um, but yeah, tongue and cabeza are absolutely underrated. Uh, tongue has such a lovely texture to it. Ugh. It's like somewhere in between like a spongy lunch meat uh, and also just that like, you know, hard meaty chew of a carne asada. I love tongue. I always get at least one tongue taco no matter what yeah. truck I'm at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All all manners of tongue to me are really fantastic. You get like Jewish deli tongue. Yeah. It's absolutely delicious. You got like taqueria tongue. My mom makes the best tongue in the world. Yeah? She I ta- want some of your mom's tongue. You know? <laughs> huh? What? She takes it and she first boils it like two times to get rid of all the scum. Mm-hmm. And then she she removes the taste buds. And then she cuts it like into like maybe like two inch pieces. And then she broils it. Mm-hmm. And oh my God. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like crispy on the outside. Then the inside is like molten meat. Soft. Mm-hmm. It's really Give good. Give me that molten soft meat. I, I've cooked, the first time I cooked the whole beef tongue. Yeah, like you got to blanch it. And you then have you got to remove the taste it. buds and all yeah. that. First time I did it, though, I, I cooked it for over the course of like four hours in my college apartment, sophomore year, with all my friends, and it created such a pungent smell. It's quite intense. Like you said, it, it, you, you got to take the scum off. You got to yeah. get that beef stank off yeah, of it. Yeah, you do. Um, but yeah, I was just letting that beef stank waft into the air in a house full of like eight other dudes. Do the tongues that you buy, do they have like a piercing in the middle? 
No. So what? so sometimes like like the ones that we get are like from the kosher market. Mm-hmm. So they actually and hold on, they like pierce the tip of it, so you know from a kosher horse, I mean, <laughs> from a kosher cow, not a horse. Wait, why do they why do they pierce? It? I don't. You I were holding it, your tongue and I couldn't I understand you. I think it's so like you know that it's kosher, so they know like oh. the lot number it came off of. Whoa. Yeah. So like we would get tongues that have like straight like piercings in them. That's wild. It was really cool. I've never yeah. gotten that, but when I buy um, pork skin from like Vallarta, like uh-huh. the carniceria, um, there's like a tattoo on the pork skin. Yeah. And like I don't know if I'm supposed to eat it or not. Do you eat it? Sometimes? I know I always like cut it away. Interesting. You know, just kind of like, well, I'll just remove that little part. But I'm like, is this food safe? I don't know if this Probably is a mistake. Not. Uh, but no, it's like the stickers on an apple. Like, you're supposed to eat it. <laughs> okay. C-G-L... Uh, how do I see, say this? At Siglit. At Siglit. I get sweet and salty slash savory, but fruit in salad is wrong. No fruit salad. That's thumbs up. Um, okay, so there's only one time that I'm okay with fruit salad, and that's the strawberry salad. Uh-huh. Let me tell you, it's spinach, it's strawberries, it's walnuts, it's cranberries. It is a beautiful... Uh, balsamic dressing and that's the only time I'm okay with fruit and salads I'm, I'm pretty pro fruit and salads okay that's okay I am I love I love a good craisin in a salad especially like a yeah. mustard dried vinaigrette dried fruit is good dried fruit is good even that I love apples in a salad my, oh, yeah. <laughs> one of my oh favorite my God, salads tuna salad with apples yeah one million percent it's great one of my favorite salads is from bu- the Buca de Beppo Buca de Boop Boop from the Buca de Bop Bop uh, they, <laughs> it's like gorgonzola random mixed greens I think there might be like a little bit of like radicchio or something in there uh, but then it's like apples in this very kind of like mustardy yeah. Italian vinaigrette yeah uh, and I'm a huge fan of that. I, Me too. Especially during quarantine, I was making so many just like janky salads. I was going to the store once every two weeks and I would just buy like mass amounts of meat and fresh produce and grains and stuff. Sure. And then I'd figure out what to make on the fly. And then like I was trying to make a nice salad, but all I had was a giant bag of greens. But I'd always have apples on hand because it's my favorite fruit to eat. Mmm, good honey crisp in the morning. So good. <laughs> uh, but I, yeah, I just ended up like slicing up apples and like roasted mushrooms and throwing them in a salad. And it's really good. Nothing bad to say. I think you're wrong, Sieglit. <laughs> At Nicole Kristen. Grocery store strawberries used to taste good. Now they taste like water. Um, I don't know. You're correct. Is that? Can you vouch for that? Yes. Strawberries taste worse now um, than they did in the past? It sucks because that's very accurate. Also, you need to get strawberries when they're in season or else yeah. just don't get strawberries. That might be the bigger thing. Learned. Yeah. A lot of the times when you get cheap strawberries and not in season strawberries, they end up tasting a lot like water, like pouches mm-hmm. of water with seeds. But um, if you really want a good strawberry i'm sure you have a farmer's market around you that you can go visit yeah know? and like we're we're blessed hashtag blessed to live in in one of the better strawberry growing regions of the world i agree like just about 100 miles north not even 100 maybe 50 miles north we've got oxnard where they grow a ton of the best strawberries and so every time it's strawberry season we just get you know amazing mountains harry's berries harry's berries everyone talks about harry's berries lovely they're like red all the way through that's their big thing mm-hmm. <laughs> lady underscore and underscore the underscore camp not an opinion, but what foods are worth buying organic and which don't matter? Oh, this is such a great question. It is. Um, berries. I like organic berries. I feel like they do taste better. Mm. Uh, greens. I do like my greens to be organic. Uh, I like organic spinach and organic kale. And chicken. I try to get organic chicken. Yeah, man, this is a really loaded. This is a really loaded question, yeah. um, and it also gets into the definition of what is organic. Mm-hmm. Like USDA have, has its own definition. What are you trying to do? Is it specifically for taste, or is it for environmental reasons? Um, where does you know the idea of genetically modified crops come into this? Yeah. And blah blah blah, because you know a lot of GMO crops are built to absorb pesticides. So if you're trying to avoid glyphosate and stuff like that, good luck, because 97 percent of all corn in the U.S. 
is grown, uh, you know, as like Roundup Ready is what the crop is called. Uh, shout out to Monsanto and Bayer for that one. Boo. Um, do you personally buy organic? I yeah. do when I can because I, I think organic – like some things are better organic. Like if I did a side by side test, I'm sure I could like tell the difference. Maybe I can't though. I don't think you tell the difference, and not you specifically. I, I just yeah. think anyone. I don't know. I guess I guess in my like past, like I enjoy getting my berries organic. I don't know why mm. berries matter to me being organic. Maybe it's because I heard one time like pesticides. Blah, 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 yeah, yeah. Blah. But like I like to get like organic like greens, like leafy greens, mm. like kale and spinach and like romaine. I try to get organic, and then dairy products. Blah, <laughs> Give me all the processed garbage you can find. Um, s- beef, whatever. Yeah. I, 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 chicken, I'm like really thinking about though. There, there's Chicken is actually a really big one. I, what I've noticed from a lot of, you know, non-organic, like large industrial chicken producers is there is a like very high prevalence of this bizarre muscular disease where they're yeah. growing the chickens too fast. So they get these weird striations in the flesh and it has this like crunchy texture that disgusts me viscerally. Yeah, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, and so I, I started spending premium on chickens. I started pr- spending premium on eggs because the, the quality difference. You like organic eggs. Yeah. Well, we talk about Vital Farms a lot. We've done ad reads sure. for them. Um, I have not bought eggs for myself that aren't Vital Farms in like a long time because to me they just taste better. Is Horizon Milk organic? I'm not sure. If it is, I my mom buys organic milk. Yeah, but <laughs> as far as it comes down to like taste, I think the bigger thing, especially for produce, is seasonality. Sure. Yeah. Like out of season tomatoes. I mean, so mu- so many Gross. of them. I-, I thought I hated tomatoes when I was a kid because I had only had them in like fast food, and they're obviously not thinking about. It. They're not going to be like, yo, it's not tomato season. The Whopper ain't got a tomato slice on it. Yeah. They're using whatever, and they don't care how ripe it is. So like ripeness and seasonality are going to be bigger factors in taste. Yeah. Um, as far as organic produce versus non. I don't think I could actually tell you the difference in, you know, the morals and ethics on that. Obviously very, very murky. We should be supporting better farming practices, of course, but what the term organic actually means, um, you know, kind of up in the air a little bit. We didn't answer that question at all. Buy organic apples. Why not? At Amanavid, back with another one. I love fruit with black salt and chaat masala. Chaat masala is absolutely fire. I love Um, chaat masala. We need to delve deeper into the world of... Masala's yeah. uh, masala is, is I believe just the Hindi word for spice, and it typically so refers too. to a spice blend. So I mean, like tikka masala is its own. No, no, garam. Sorry, garam, garam. masala is its own. You know, spice blend. Um, and I remember when I was going off to college, uh, my best friend Deep's mom gave me a bag of what's called sandwich masala. Oh yeah, which we okay. used to uh, mix into egg salad and put it on our sandwiches. Now, um, have you had black salt before? It's called kala namak. It, it, it has that sulfuric it has taste. It, there, yeah, right? a lot of people use it in like vegan substitutes. Like when they're like, oh, I want this to be like an eggy flavored thing, mm-hmm. like a, uh, I don't know, like a vegan hollandaise. They like put a little bit of kalanamak in there. Yeah. And I just think it's really interesting how this person likes it with fruit. I've never I, had it. That like sulfuric might not work with fruit. Yeah. But, but I mean, it probably gives it like a, a little funky kind of bite. Yeah. I prefer, uh, my preferred masala on fruit is called tahin. Yeah, tahin masala. <laughs> it's a masala. I love tahin. Always and forever. Have yeah, you ever yeah. had the hab? Is there a habanero one? I don't know. I think there's like I a. I would like a spice boosted tahin. I though. think I think they have tahin. Tahin. Sorry, I'm googling. Once it. once you start putting salt and acid on fruit, it's hard to go back. Yeah, tahin seasoning habanero. There's habanero tahin. Yeah. Si- sign us up, Maggie. We're securing that tahin ad deal. Get them on the podcast because we are stands of tahin on fruit. Hey, we should open up a fruit stand with black salt and chopped masala. You mean we should steal the IP of one of our listeners who wrote to us? Yep. Sorry, Amanavid. <laughs> 
your good idea is our profit. And on that note, thank you for listening to A Hot Dog is a Sandwich. If you want to hear more from us here at Mythical Kitchen, we got new episodes for you every Wednesday. If you want to be featured on Opinions Are Like Casseroles, you can hit us up on Twitter at MythicalChef or Zade with the hashtag OpinionCasserole. For more Mythical Kitchen, check us out on YouTube where we launch new videos every week. And of course, if you want to share pictures of your dishes, hit us up on Instagram at MythicalKitchen. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye, friends. <laughs>